Clarity Podcast, the show that just ate a peanut butter and jelly sandwich way too fast and kind of has a tummy ache, but it's okay. I'm going to get through it. I'm going to get through it. (laughs) On this episode, it's another Hot Takes with Kayla. This is the show where I celebrate the great tweetingness that is Kayla (laughs) Knob. Here she is. That's right. So if you don't yes, know Kayla, in the flesh, I'm excited about this. Yeah. One. If you don't know Kayla, I don't know what you've been doing. I don't know what's going on in your life, but it's the pits. So I want to encourage you to yeah. hop on over as you see at Kayla knob. Um, but I'll also put it up on the screen here. Give her a follow, follow her at Kayla knob yes. on the Twitter, because here's the thing. I clearly am on the Twitter. That's where we are right now. I'm here. Ross Hero. You can follow me too if you like. Yes. I don't have a tenth of the skill that Kayla has. She's a tweeter extraordinaire, except I will say I'm not very happy with my weekend word that you just gave me. But oh, you don't like being classic? I don't know. I mean, I guess classic <laughs> works for me. I mean, if someone were to describe me, I, I don't know if classic, but I'll, I'll make it work. I see. You, you have a classic weekend. And you know what? That could be good. That's very open. Is it yeah. classic to me? Is it classic right. in the sense? Am I, you know, okay. Well, I'm going to circle back with you on Monday and I'm going <laughs> to let you know how classic my weekend was nice. (laughs) So in this show, uh, we, uh, I pick out, I cherry pick usually three tweets from Kayla's, um, feed and we chat about them. So the first one, it seems fitting. I always forget it's this way. Uh, it seems fitting. Are you circling back or being circled back with? Okay. So here's the thing. I want to know which are you? Great question. Okay, so this is an early January tweet, right, where everybody started this barrage of complaining about their inbox. And then me, I'm like, I'm the circle back person, right? I'm in those the email streets trying to get people to meet with me and start business engagements. And uh, yeah, so I actually tweeted, it's a little bit of a subtweet about all of the people complaining about all of the stuff in their inbox, because to me, those just look like opportunities. I don't know what we're complaining about. Um, I think it's a nine to five thing. <laughs> I, I think it's a nine to fiver thing and not a founder thing. 100%. I am a 100% circler back. Yeah. I have on the, on the, in my career, I've probably needed to be circled back with maybe five times. I mean, I take <laughs> yeah. a lot of pride in the fact that I don't need to be circled back with. Now, those of you out there who aren't, the people who do that, um, maybe you, 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 it's like introvert, extrovert, right? You, it's like, you can't, you can't necessarily teach it. You can't. And if you're one, you probably hate the other, right? (laughs) That's kind of the impetus for the tweet. I'm like, 
I feel like we're at warring sides of, especially in marketing Twitter, where we're all talking about the same stuff. Um, but for me, you know, I'm thinking, God, is everyone I'm about to circle back with going to be completely sick of me for being in their inbox in the first week of January, right? So it kind of, it put a damper on my excitement for the month. Mm -hmm. And so I'm, I was wondering how many people, you know, are doing the same dance I'm doing, but I, you know, I don't know if it's unabashedly because it's not like when I am doing the circling back that. I don't recognize I'm doing it. But then I also chalk this up to right. the people I have to follow up with. The reason I'm following up with them is, is, is I think more often than not, cause they've just forgotten about me. It's not necessarily that they're dodging me. Although I could, I could be misreading that completely. No. I mean, I'm nice. Right. You never you know, with me. but I think, it, Yeah. Yeah, I've I've been I've been in those streets before with the tricycle group and and everything. I think for me it's like there's going to be some people that are irritated by the follow up, but I'm hoping to reach the people that are excited to have the help that they said they wanted in December. Yes, now that we're kicking off an entirely new quarter, I'm equally yeah. irritated that you haven't followed up with me. To be like that's just that's just. Weird. <laughs> There you go. That's my DNA. I'm mad you haven't given me your money. So Yes. I am <laughs> irritated that I don't have more money than and that's why I have of to course. So this is good. I think you I think most people fall into um one one or one bucket or the other. Um I I know there's totally. a, any bajillion amount of tools out there. I particularly love uh, I use Spark for my email and they have the feature where you can set yourself a reminder or you could do a send later. Um, so, you know, you send that email in December, it's like, Oh yeah, I'll circle back with you, you know, mid January. And then you set the reminder to be like, pop this email back in my inbox on mid January. So I have tools to help me be the circler. But I've done it without said. This is not sponsored by Spark. <laughs> no, no. This show is sponsored by Mountain Dew, as we established last show. <laughs> you get a blast it's not. of Dew because this show is so hot. Probably never will be. We're probably going to get a cease and desist. Probably. From Mountain Dew from say, PepsiCo. If you don't stop making our brand uncool, we're going to be very upset. So, which would hurt my heart. Oh. It would hurt my heart. It would hurt my that heart. That would hurt my feelings. Much. We are so cool. It would hurt my heart almost as much as drinking Mountain Dew hurts my heart. So, which is a lot. Just, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. All right. So Heartburn. Let's jump on to the second <laughs> hot tweet from Kayla Knob again. If you're not okay. following her, I don't know what you're doing with your life. You need to correct it. You can follow her at Kayla Knob. <laughs> Uh, now again, do you? Now last time I read the tweets. Do you want me to narrate the tweets okay. again? I I can read this one. Okay, okay. so because there's context here, mm-hmm. the person that I'm retweeting had said, right, 2020 that era was kind of a pandemic response. Why we had remote work in 2020, um, and then it, now it's 2023. Remote work is kind of a generational shift or a revolt against the way that we've been doing work. And I agree, and I don't agree. Okay, because yeah, I, I do think that remote work is a revolt against the industrial revolution and cubicles and all of the stuff that you and I both hate. Um, but I've been doing this since 2014. I know you've been remote for a while too. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I think that this person, Adam, his tweet misses the part in history where a bunch of us were weirdos for doing remote work for about 10 years or some people 20 before the pandemic ever happened. And I think that just needs to be acknowledged because this revolt isn't new. This revolt, if you want to call it that, doesn't have to be that angry. Uh, but this revolution, this change has been happening for a long time. And I think those early pioneers deserve that credit. So that's where this one's coming from. It's been from. a slow burn, right? I mean, well, it was a slow right. burn for a while. And then it, it hit the powder keg in 2020 by necessity. Right. Right. Like yes. most of those companies and most of my clients I worked with that ended up having to figure out a remote work solution is not because they wanted to. It's because they had right. to. Right. Yeah. It's and a lot of them are trying to back out of it. You know, you see a lot of companies trying to go right back to their roots and their business and their lease on this big fancy office. And that's fine. I'm, I'm not debating everybody on remote work. I'm personally a big advocate of it. But my bigger thing here is, you know, I think 2020 opened a door for us, but I think it also was a misunderstanding of what remote work can look and feel like, right? Because a lot of these companies had to patch it together. They didn't have a strategy. They didn't have a process. Um, and they thought it was going to be two weeks, and then it was two years, and now here we are. And so I think a lot of people are experiencing the wrong kind of remote work. It's It's not a good experience. Their managers didn't set up well, I think I think also like I've said it before, I'll say it again. I'm I it's hard cuz I live in such a gray space on this. I have worked remote for I mean, full remote since pandemic hit. Um and then yeah. I would go to my clients before that here and there. Um I'm sure. I'm, I'm an extrovert by nature. I love being with people and, and, and there is, I'm not going to deny there is a very real energy to being in the room with yes. certain people. There's also a real energy suck to being in the room with some people. Let's just call it like it is. It goes both ways. I love, yes, it does. I, I mean, really, I love, I, I like a hybrid solution, but, but it just seems yeah. like so many people who are yeah. banging the drum about purely going back to work. It's just because the, I don't want to say they're not creative, but it just feels lazy. It that's that's where the laziness yeah. comes in now. It's not on the remote work people. It's on the managers. Just says everyone has no. to come back to work now. And and that, that's not to say I don't understand its place. Like, right. I do agree that there is a value in um, in having the the the. The people in a workplace, but I think just like just defaulting it there, like just being like, oh, this is just the way we've always done it, and this is why. And I think this also plays into putting on my HR yep. hat, where it's like, well, what, what do your employees want, and and yeah, and how is it impacting or affecting work production? Listen, I get it. If there's right. if you've done the work, put in the work to tangibly figure out that listen, when we do remote work, the the quality suffers, product suffers, and you're doing that actively right. to be able to provide actual tangible data to be like, listen, we start this is why. So I think we need to bring it back. I, I would say I get that. 
Yep. But if you're not doing that and it's just yep. all completely anecdotal, be like, listen, uh, people don't work as hard when they are remote and it's just like, <laughs> right. What? They're all just like, in sweatpants. It's not professional. Yeah. It's like, listen, <laughs> I, I can work just know, as hard in sweatpants I think as the, I can in jeans. All right. Maybe even harder. Let's maybe go. Harder. Like, you're and right. I think that that belief system is really what I'm fighting against when I advocate for remote work. It's not an advocacy that everyone leave the office. Nobody works together. Everyone's isolated. Um, it's an advocacy that there should be choice that for some people, especially neurodivergent people, disabled people, certain groups, it's literally the difference between being able to have a job and not have a job, right? So there's all of these benefits. Of course, there are benefits to going in person. And you and I have worked in person together. I've gone in and worked with my clients. I do love it. Um, but I love having the option. I love being able to, you know, do my life how I want to do it. And I think that this was just kind of myopic to see remote work as starting in 2020. Uh, not so much a refutation of Adam's tweet, but just adding context that some of us have been doing this a long time. Totally. All right. That was hot. That tweet was hot. Got me hot under the collar. Yeah. Because I was like, that's right. With this, you know, I mean, listen, I, I, I maybe have a unique perspective because I have spent part of my career in HR, or I spent part of my career. Then yeah. I went into, you know, marketing. So I, I, I don't know. I just feel like, just like you said, it's so myopic and so short to be like, oh, we just spent three years, four years, almost entirely virtual right and remote yeah and then all of a sudden to be like well it didn't work <laughs> it's like well i mean no that's not that's that's not true that's that's a lie you know so okay right and i i think as a final thought on this one too that the best takeaway is really that companies should be considering what's best for their team like you said and then kind of making a plan for how do we roll out good remote work? How do we roll out good in-office work? What is? How can we improve our environment as well? Yeah. yeah. I mean, so there's a lot of opportunity come, here to, you, to change conversation. Yeah. When you come at it from a place of we want to do what is best for our employees, but I do understand. Listen, I'm not I'm not pie in the sky like dreamer. You run a business. Yeah. I get it. But I just you know I I. I just feel like it's like, oh, well, you know, this is like going back to when the Model T was invented or something. And, and it's just like, listen, all right, we're not going to do the whole car yeah. thing, <laughs> right? We're going to yeah. do, because this is what we've always done, you know? It's like, I don't love, I, yeah. in no situation do I love we're doing this because the way it's always been done. And that's always where I've been. No, that will never work stick. with me. That's where I've been a real stick in the wheel for everywhere I've worked. Whenever it's like, well, we've always done this. Way. I'm like, oh, yes. oh, 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 now you've done it. Like we're not, we're not doing that. That's not yeah. a good reason. That's why it's the equivalent the of because I said so. That's when I flip <laughs> the table over and storm out of the room, which may explain why I've I seen need it. To work at home, work remotely. Remotely. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, third hot tweet oh. from Kayla Knob. Again, give her a yes. follow at Kayla Knob. Uh, this one's funny because it came up unsolicited with another conversation I had recently. And mm. uh, um, um, okay, I'm going to read this one. Imagine if Google yes. was just like, we quit. All the inboxes, emails, gone. Calendars, gone. 
folders, photos, files, hard work, memories, drafts, writing, graphics, videos, decks, gone. Entire search engine, gone. App Store, later. You didn't put later. You, I'm not yeah. making about it. Gone. No, you you're ad-libbing do? now. I see. Now you. I'm ad-libbing. I'm sorry. Yeah, now I'm making it my own and that's cheating. <laughs> what would you even do? This right. is um, so interesting on so many levels because at its core, yeah. what is Google? It's an ad. It sells ads. I know it's a search engine, Yeah. but it, it's an ads platform. And you have an ads right. platform that made you an inbox, that made you calendars, that made you a drive, that made you... An entire phone for some an people. An entire phone? An app store? It's I'm kind saying. of mind-boggling when you stop and just think about it. Like, I know that there are... It is. say, oh, they're a tech company. But they're not. They're... They didn't start that way. And really, um, do we want tech companies having this much access to us is a separate conversation. But now we're here. Okay, we're already in it. Um, For me, my whole business is in Google Suite. I mean, I Mm -hmm. run everything there. Um, Now, this tweet was not meant to be fear-mongering, right? It's not about like, oh, what if the world ends? It's a real business concern. And it's just like we've seen with Twitter and these other apps and things that go off the rails. You don't want your bottom line or the way you plan your life or in some cases pictures of your baby or you know whatever you mm-hmm. might store here to just disappear google has a price because they are a privatized company just like any other company someone could buy them and ruin them just like twitter or other companies <laughs> that this has happened to um and i just think we're really putting a lot of our eggs in this basket without really considering the consequences and that's what the tweet was really about is have you even thought about it i hadn't until i, I tweeted the thing it. that's also interesting about this this tweet here is that it's it's just unbelievable to think about it's like almost how thoughtful they were to be like how do we create this ecosystem you know and and make it so that people become reliant you know and it's one thing for example you know with twitter or with whatever, let's just be fair, let's, with Facebook, whatever the platform is, if you want to diversify, you're like, listen, sure. okay, Facebook go, is going away or whatever is not for me anymore. I can go to LinkedIn. <laughs> I can go to Instagram. I can go to yeah. Twitter, right? It's one thing to diversify a social-like yeah. plan. Yeah. But when you're talking about something that you – is. <laughs> I don't want to sit here and be like, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a life utility, but it's in the, it's pretty close where it's like, Oh, your email. I mean, again, if, yeah. if, if Gmail went away, it's like no one even tries any, no one else even really tries anymore with email. That's what's crazy. Like that's, what's not. No, it's become a default. Yeah. Yeah. And, which, and I think that's how you measure a utility, drug, right? Is, is once the there's no compet- Chrome competitor. Also, it's like, oh, well, if you have if you have a Gmail account, it's so much easier to yeah. use Chrome and use G- yeah. Drive and use the calendar. The G- Gmail is absolutely the gateway it. drug. It's brilliant that they yeah. did this. Yeah. Right? I mean, and I mean, you know, a lot of 
people would say the same thing is true of Apple, right? Because Apple, you've got your, you know, iTunes, the phone, the Mac, all of the software, you know, in the cloud and the whole deal. But I would argue that each of those pieces is replaceable in a way that Google's integrations with itself are just unmatched. Um, and and Google integrates seamlessly with everything else. It's your single sign-on to most things for most people. That's crazy. Even if they had a bad day, what would you do? Could you it's, run your business? Could you run your life? Knock, knock on wood, they haven't in a while. But yeah, Google has a bad day. I know. Goodbye product. Like, just, just pack it up. We all have the a bad day. The day is over. That's it. Right? I mean, it's just, it. it's crazy. I don't even know what my meetings are then. Like, I wouldn't even I know where even, I need to be and when. I have an iPhone, but I use almost all Google apps. But I would never get a Google yeah. phone. That's what's weird. Like, I would, I like the iPhone yeah. ecosphere, but I use <laughs> Google Calendar. I use Gmail. I use, yeah. you know, like, I use uh, Drive. I use Photos. I mean, could you imagine losing this guy? Oh, look at him. He's in his chair. Can you imagine? Look at him. Look at his face. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. You need oh, to back up me. those photos. That's what oh, you need to do. <laughs> I know, I know. With the backup photos. I know, I know. But my backup's Google photos. What am I supposed to do if it goes away? Panic. Right. I'm going to panic. I'm going to panic. Cry. Freak out. But I think this is yeah. a good... What was interesting... These replies were so interesting, too. I mean, uh, so they're not on the screen, but if you go to this tweet, if you're watching this, the replies were really interesting. A lot of people were super defensive. I'd be fine. I have other stuff. I know how to do this. I'm not worried. Great. But there were a lot of people that were like, oh, I'd be so screwed. I'd, my life would be over. And so I think that's really fascinating. The people that had never really considered it before that might be backing up some of their files yeah, now. Right. So. Yeah. I, I think the email one is the most intriguing. Um, and just because it's just years of archives gone. It's just so connected into everything too. It, it, yeah. Yeah. I know were to call it it, which I think also just plays into this whole concept just to dive just to go off on the tangent here for a second, why also Google has been king when it comes to SEO for so long. Yeah. And I know, yeah. everyone, you know, it's like, I know DuckDuckGo is in there and we're seeing, if you actually, spoiler alert, if you listen to, uh, I did a predictions podcast, marketingclaritypodcast.com. I had some predictions for this year about digital marketing and content creation. And I think SEO is going to be shaken up a little chat GPT is causing some of that, right? Yeah. But. Yeah. Plus, there's, plus there's they say Gen be... Z uses TikTok yeah. as a search engine. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing <laughs> that I found very interesting. <laughs> ah, ha -ha! Here's the thing I found very interesting related to AI and TikTok. Chat GPT, people even said they're running into an issue that the answers that are generated by AI are not actually accurate. Yeah. And my thing is they almost come off as more believable because of the way it's being presented to you. It's like, Hey, you know, what's the name of the biggest horse? This is a terrible yeah. example. And it would say, Oh, the biggest horse's name is Steve. And the biggest horse's name is yeah. not Steve. It's actually Murray. And everyone knows that. And so, <laughs> but you wouldn't know that because you just get it it's almost conversational. It's like, oh, you're asking a machine, you're asking a robot yeah. brain, and it tells you. And it's kind of the same thing with 
search, which I think is going to be expanded also on TikTok this year, is like, yep. you are getting options, but now I think we're going to get into the era of, and, and this is so hard, but it's like, who determines and how do you determine correctness? Yeah. That's a I know. scary spot. Um, we've spent the last 20 years just trusting the internet. And right. obviously we were stupid for that for a really long totally. time. Um, I think there is, there's a new wave of media literacy coming through. I think it's being taught differently to younger people, which is good. Um, but it leaves us in the lurch when we don't have fact checkers on absolutely everything. Yeah. So hundred percent yeah. be your own fact checker, I guess. Be <laughs> your own fact checker. That's good. But that's also scary for that's some it. people. Have you met some people? I've met some people. Uh, I've met most people. I've met enough people. I've met enough people. <laughs> We're good. You're all good. Yeah, We're all period. good. That's, We're, that's the you're statement. All done. You're good. <laughs> you're good. You have all the friends you need. But she doesn't have all the followers she needs. So please, guys, no. take a second. Hop on over. Follow her. Kayla Knob. That was, that was hot takes yeah. this month. You had some good ones. Hot takes. Yeah. Really thing. nice way to warm up the winter. I love it. Some of oh, us are me cold. too, but I don't so. have nearly as many hot takes. I I have I have medium to lukewarm takes. I'm at Ross Hero. He retweets Jeez. mine. So. <laughs> I do. I just retweet yours, and, I'm, and I say I would I. This is what I was gonna say. That's what I do. I, I retweet yours, and I say she stole this from my brain because this is what I was thinking. For me, people, people are like. People are like, yeah, man, he does. he's good. He must be so smart because, man, those tweets are great. And she's just stealing them from him. And that's so mean. That's so mean that she does that. Uh, oh, yeah. so I get a bad rep. You really do, rep. but you deserve it. So at Kayla Knob, for those of you listening, I've said it a bunch of times, but it's K-A-Y-L-A-N. AAB and of course links will be in the description and you can find more hot takes and other podcasts about digital marketing and content creation all of it available marketing clarity podcast and um I mean I'll see I'll see you Kayla and I'll see our friends our viewers next month for another episode of hot takes and is there anything else you'd like to say before we get out of here no, follow me, come hang out, let us know what we should talk about next month. That's true. That's true. You have a voice. Kind of. That's it. It's like democracy. Eh, you have maybe. a voice. Kinda. I'm mostly my own electoral We are the electoral college. college. That's true. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> All right, everyone, have a great day. Thanks, Gail, again. <laughs> Bye.